0: So we're obviously blessed this morning with an absolutely gorgeous late summer day, morning. And I know what is on almost everyone's mind as we gather this morning, and so I'm just going to go ahead and name it. On a glorious morning like this, surely we're all thinking about breakups. (laughs) Now, this is not something I ever experienced in high school or college before seminary, but I've read books about it. And I'm not just talking about romantic breakups. Breakups happen in all different settings. It could be breakups in families. There can be breakups with communities. Friends can break up. Colleagues at work can break up. I've been a priest serving under two bishops, Cardinal George, Cardinal Supich At different times, we've had our breakups. And what often happens in the midst of that dynamic kind of follows a cycle, right? And after you've gone through this enough times, you begin to recognize certain similarities. And in the heat of the moment, it's always the other person's fault, right? That's how we can comfort ourselves in a way. But over time, if we're mature enough, you begin to recognize, well, we we both had a role to play in this. It rarely is just one-sided. And that can be a very poignant thing to visit, but again, if you get past you know, the puppy love phase, and we're a little bit older and more mature, it can be an opportunity for some real growth and for some real introspection, and ultimately, hopefully, some real healing, whether the relationship is healed or not. And a lot of times, what we fall into, if we have a role to play in it, is some sort of false expectation, right? You all know the line, I love you, now change. Why don't you become the person that I thought you were when I met you, even though I never perhaps gave you the opportunity to fully be who you are? It's human nature, in a sense, to go into any relationship with expectations. And a lot of times when there is a rupturing of the relationship, whatever the context might be, It's because we're coming with a kind of false expectation and we never really allow the other person to be who they truly are. And sometimes if we're brutally honest, we don't even allow ourselves to be who we truly are. And we just project a kind of facade because we think that's what the other person wants or needs to see. And I'm mentioning all of this because in that famous reading from Jeremiah, which you basically are witnessing, is a prophet's breakup with God. And he uses the language of love. The translation of the Hebrew word there is very accurate in our English Bible, duped. When's the last time you felt duped? Duped doesn't just mean you were wrong or mistaken. Duped means somebody led you on. Somebody led you to feel a certain way and then kind of pulled the rug out from under you. And if that doesn't describe the feeling in a lot of breakups, I don't know what does. And as Jeremiah so insightfully says, I let myself be duped. You duped me, Lord, and I let myself believe it. I let myself hear what I wanted to hear. I let myself imagine that you were someone perhaps that you aren't. Now, in our human breakups, we both bring some fault to the table you break up with God, God's not bringing some fault to the table. So it bears looking at ourselves introspectively. But if you live long enough this side of paradise, almost certainly, whether you use the language or not, we have some experience of breaking up with God. Because when we grow up as little kids, we all get an image of God, right? God's not someone who would ever Lead you astray. God's not someone who would ever break your heart. God's not someone who would ever dupe you. And of course, God doesn't do any of those things, but like Jeremiah, we can feel that way. I love you, God, now change. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now change. The body of Christ, that's very nice, now change. And those moments come in our moments of deepest grief and confusion. And suffering, right? And God doesn't quite follow our script. And I'm not suggesting for most of us that we stop believing in God, though some people do. But it's just this kind of subtle falling out. That's the way most breakups happen, right? It's rarely just some crash and burn in one day, it's this kind of subtle slipping away. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you realize that this thing is not as life-giving as it used to be. We're not even aware of how we got there. And that's why Christianity matters. That's why our faith matters. We have something Jeremiah in his wildest dreams couldn't have imagined. Because the whole point of God wading into our messiness, the messiness of our relationships, if you like, is a way of saying, I know what you struggle with. I know when it seems like your God and my Father are not following the script. I know what it feels like when you say you feel duped. And so it all comes down to, once again, how do we experience the failings, the sufferings of life? Because to be human means that sooner or later we're going to have those moments just like in any relationship, I don't care how starry eyed you are at the beginning, if it's mature and real, you have your lows as sure as your highs. And what any couple, be that a romantically connected couple, be that two good friends, be that really good work colleagues, what they can say is in the midst of those hardships, I can be honest, I can be vulnerable, I can be open, I can look the other person in the eye and say, What am I not seeing in myself? And what am I not seeing in you? Can we talk about this? And ultimately, that's what prayer is. And so we shouldn't be surprised that if Jeremiah struggles with it, Paul absolutely nails it on the head. Because Paul had all the gifts and grace that you and I have. And so Paul can say, in the face of struggle or doubt, or worry, or confusion, let yourself be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Just one line in that second reading, but it's a keeper. Take a picture of it with your phone after Mass, because your phone is put away now. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. If you've ever lived through a breakout and come through the other side, a better person Even if you had experienced some heartbreak, even if it is a poignant memory, you know what it feels like to be transformed by seeing an old way in a new way. And that's what we're invited to do in the Christian spiritual life. Not that we should ever enjoy suffering, and certainly not that God enjoys our suffering, but that we're not alone in it. And the misery of a breakup oftentimes is that horrible feeling of aloneness, of loneliness, of will I ever again know the joy that I once had? And so the remedy, as always, is to simply be able to look God in the eye. And here's where Jeremiah gets it right. He's not afraid. It's not a bad prayer to say to God, hey, I feel like you've duped me. I feel like you're not following the script. I feel like I've been led on by the prayers and the hymns and the church I loved and grew up in. That's not a bad prayer, to be honest in that way. But then to do what Paul did, what Peter did, you could talk about the gospel just as easily as Jeremiah, they could share what they felt, and they could draw on their community. And that's what we bring and share with one another as a church. So if you do right now in your life, and in a group this size, almost certainly some of us are feeling at least a little bit duped. Almost certainly some of us heard Jeremiah and said, Man, brother, I know where you're at. Then to simply take a page out of Paul's book, to voice the concern, to be open to renewal, and to be patient enough to walk that journey with others what Jeremiah would have given anything to have, you and I have been blessed with from the very moment of our baptism, to be transformed by the renewal that comes through relationship and love.